It's time for another episode of Tucson Means Business, featuring Tucson's top entrepreneurs and leaders in the business world. And now your host, Mark Bishop. And welcome to another Tucson Means Business, proudly sponsored by the 49ers Golf and Country Club, Tucson's gem of the desert out there on Tancaverde Road, uh, past the Emily Gray School, and it's on the right-hand side where the famous Rincon Mountain Grill is also established. And you'll be hearing messages about that a little later on. Nice topic today, Southern Arizona's book heroes. Have you heard of them? Well, think of this, from violent acts to car crashes to a growing opioid epidemic, Southern Arizona Book Heroes, SABH, joins the front lines, actually, with first responders, giving comfort to our youngest and most vulnerable citizens. SABH provides resources that help treat children's unseen injuries, you know, their emotional wounds, the important ones. And we equip first responders, victim advocates, social workers, and child-centric agencies. They get new books and new plush toys to distract, comfort, and soothe traumatized children. Isn't that a great idea? Reading a book is just the first step in building a strong relationship with children in our community. We support our first responders, and we believe in this program helps to build a partnership with our most important community members. That's our kids. Our hope is that future generations of this community will be comfortable interacting with emergency responders in every capacity. That's from me, Mark Bishop, your host, and of course, the 49ers Golf and Country Club, a very family-oriented club. Jennifer Dillon is the founder of Southern Arizona Book Heroes. She lived in Tucson for almost 30 years, a family owns, which probably everybody knows, including you, Saguaro Trophy, of which he's proud to be the third generation working there and serving Tucson. It's my pleasure to welcome Jennifer. Hi. Hello. Thank you for having me. You're most welcome. Oh, business for you. Well, has it uh, been affected harshly? Also, you know, with the pandemic, how does the trophy world get on? It's been tough with events getting canceled and stuff but we have still been able to keep afloat because there's essential jobs that still need plaques and name tags and mm -hmm, mm -hmm. everything to show recognition of their employees that are working from home or right so that's good that's good has business for you been um well how long are they now 30 years isn't it Actually, we just passed 40 years. 40 years. Yes, that we've been. So we're a trophy. Yep. Have you been in the same location? Yes, we have. Which is where? 2616 East Broadway, East Broadway in Tucson Boulevard area. Okay. Isn't there where a lot of work's going on at the moment? A lot of, yes. um, uh, you know, roadworks and so on? All the construction, yep. <laughs> that must be, you know, not helping you a little bit. It has not helped at all. Well... You've received uh, your bachelor's degree from the University of Phoenix back in 2014 as a single mom of what you say proudly of two wonderful kids now, 19 and 16. Um, Phoenix Uni, Jennifer, as against the U of A, uh, what say you? I'm still a U of A fan and proud to be a supporter of them, but... Unfortunately, I had to do night school because I worked during the day, and University of Phoenix was the only one that right. had what I needed to. 
Yeah, I can relate to that. I did the same thing many years ago. We keep out of work during the day and do your stuff at night. Uh, but you keep busy. I mean, you run a charity uh, and you serve as the vice president of the American Legion Post 36. Hi, guys and ladies and gents, Post 36. Auxiliary Board of Directors. What, what's involved uh, in a role like that? So we try to raise funds to help our veterans around town, like the Fisher House and the VA Hospital. And so I do a lot of fundraising for them to help bring in money to help our veterans of the U.S. of A. Isn't that nice? You know, they, they, they love people who help them and they could do with the help. Yes. I guess your love of helping others really has helped you with growing Southern Arizona book heroes. I mean, from serving one agency in Pima County to now, only what, after two years? After, well, I've been active for about six years. Okay, but eight agencies now. Yes. And that's in four short years then, okay? This is the, since you started the Southern Arizona book here. Tell us, I mean, I know I gave, uh, you know, a little bit of an overview at the beginning, but what is Southern Arizona Book Heroes in the most, the way you explain it to people? So what we do is we have duffel bags full of books and we give them to our first responders. So that way, if they get a call, like a car accident or a domestic violence call Mm -hmm. or something where a child is there, then they go into the bag and they pull a book out or a coloring book to give to the child to distract them from the situation at hand. I don't know about you, but I certainly love to read, so I feel like it's very important. And then it also helps spread literacy Mm -hmm. because children are so involved with phones and iPads and everything like that. So I think we're bringing oh, yeah. books back into the lives I'm of children. I'm not in favor of that at all, but I'm in a good old big, you know, it's just about got to a stage, you know, what is a book? Yes. But let's go back to the kiddies. I mean, they're pretty young. They could be young. So therefore, even the pictures in the in the books would be uh, distracting for them. Yep. Um, when we talk about them, I really want to visualize how this would go down. When you say first responders now... We're talking about fire, okay, the fire brigades. Talking about police, are we as well? Police department, highway patrol, the sheriff. We even have some bags down at um, U.S. Border Patrol by Nogales. Well, they wouldn't last long there, would they? No. No, for sure. So all of these first responders and support, you go around with a bag of goodies. Where do you get the toys from and books from? We have a very good following. Toys for Tots were one of their nonprofits that they give to along with just the families in need. So we get a lot of books from there. Mm-hmm. There's a program called First Book, which gives nice discounts for nonprofits and schools and teachers. Mm-hmm. So we have an account with them where we can purchase books. And we also do book fairs at Barn and Nobles, where you go in and purchase a book. Bonds and Noble, yes. And we get 10% of each sale. And so then we receive a a gift card from them, and then we go back and purchase books. That's not bad at all. You're working all the time. You know, you mentioned toys uh, for dots. Yes. Uh, That's an event we hold at the 49ers every year. Uh, the 49ers Golf and Country Club, which I play in as well, and my wife does as well too, and it's 
you know, uh, there's been a couple of years there. I've seen a massive collection of uh, of toys and books and all sorts of wonderful things. So you get a share of that as well then for this. And we're talking, you know, to Jennifer Dillon. It's it's about the little ones, the little ones that don't uh, get thought of when it comes to things like car crashes. And, and, and then when we talk about domestic issues and domestic violence, is this as simple as a child being in the building, in the home or in the apartment or whatever while this is going on? So they're traumatized. Yes. I have a not... I'm not there to witness it, but I've heard from some of the officers that the books help mm-hmm. when the child is taken away from the environment that they're in, right. uh, the house or mm-hmm. school or whatnot. And it seems to have a very, very positive impact, and they are able to talk about the situation better now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that they've relaxed a little and so. well I imagine it would because I mean I've been in trauma situations you know car over a cliff and a plane crash and a few other things in my life but the good Lord's not ready for me yet but you know uh, you get traumatized and often the shock comes later you no doubt somewhere through your career have been traumatized yes and I think when you're given a lovely toy or a book more importantly a book I think it distracts you. It would distract that train of thought, wouldn't it? Yes, it does. It does very much. And that's incredible. So the first responders carry these bags with them. Yep. In their trunk, back seat, front seat, wherever they have room for them. Do you ever get feedback at all from them? Um, How they've worked? Has it been mainly... You know, automobile accidents? Has it been more with domestic violence? Has it been more with perhaps another, uh, you know, another uh, avenue that uh, uh, they've noticed that, you know, they they tend to work better for them or something? I mean, any feedback at all you get from them? I have not heard about if one situation oversees another situation. What I do know is that the book that is used most is four to eight years old mm-hmm. and so those are the books that we replenished the most but as to a situation i right, four do to eight. not know interesting how are the bags assembled uh, jennifer and and are they you know customized for each agency that, that you work with how, how does that work so we have a double bag that carries about 40 to 50 books in each one, ranging from toddler to 16 years of age. So you have the hard picture books, and then you have like chapter books, and then you have elementary and early teen books. Mm-hmm. And we give them to each agency, but some agencies just don't have the room for the big bags. So right. what we do is give them a cinch sack, which is quite a bit smaller, and those are full with 10 to 20 books. And the sheriff department is the one that carries the cinch sacks mostly. Hmm. So they do that now. How many departments then are you in? Well, we were in six, and we're hoping to get into six more. And we just delivered back to a trooper in Gila Bend. So we're super excited to be expanding just outside of southern Mm -hmm. Arizona and Tucson and its surrounding areas. It seems like a big job. I mean, look, you're a not-for-profit. 
Okay. You you only didn't you just receive uh, your license or something or something you've only just received from memory? Yes, we just uh, we we just passed our two year anniversary of becoming a five hundred one c three on February twenty fifth. So I'm super excited to see okay. how. So so two years ago, right? You you formulated the five zero the five five zero one three c. Yes. Now, why is the two years significant? What does that mean? After two years, a lot of place businesses that do grants, they want an organization to be a nonprofit for two years or more so they can see how you're growing and all that. So now that we have just passed our two years, we can start applying for grants, and there's a program called 100 Plus Women, and so we can apply for that. Yes, and I know them well, yes. So it's just exciting that we can expand even more now that we are two years. Well, when you started two years ago, who was involved? Me. <laughs> Just little old you. Well, there I, were three of you, you, yourself, and, and the other one. Yes. No, my, uh, <laughs> Me, myself, and I. <laughs> no, one of my best friends and I, we started the program, and once we be, and everything is out of my house, so my garage and my shed is full of books, and we actually just... Uh, sent everything to a storage unit so I can get my house Right, so the storage back. unit costs you money. Yes. All right, this comes out of your own pocket. Yes. Because you wouldn't have been raising funds, would you have, in the first two years? Yeah, yeah. Were but you it allowed was really, to? really small. Okay. So This is what, if people gave you a little bit of dough to yes. keep because they love what you were doing? Yes. They but are you in. legally, in that two years before you get, you know, what we're talking about, the the uh, sword on the shoulder that you're allowed to go and right. go for grants. Grants are one thing. You know, grants could be 10 grand, you want to hit five grand maybe. Oh, it just depends. But you've got to survive in that first two years. Yes. And you've got to buy all these books and do all these different things that's come out of your own pocket. What's the plan reference to now with the organization growing? I mean, are you to have a board? You're supposed to have a board, we, aren't you? We do have a board. I have an amazing team. Mm -hmm. How many of those would there be there? There's five of us. Okay, five on the board. Yes, and we... All volunteers. Yes, mm -hmm. none of us get paid. 100% of mm -hmm. the funds go straight back to Southern Arizona Book Heroes and the books and the bags. Yeah, that's that's good because I like to hear that. You know, I think there's just too many of the big ones where uh, a lot of the money, you know, goes into administration and heavy jobs and so on. But I know the work's also got to be done, and it's not easy. But anyway, uh, we talked about departments. What about? Um, well, you'd be pretty excited right now. I mean, you've just got this thing; it gives you a chance to go after more money. What? So, what is on the horizon then for the rest of this year, twenty one? And so going into next year. We are planning to add departments to the list that we already have. And like I said, include and it's expanding up to not just Hilo Bend, but also Prescott Valley. And there's talk about even Yuma and Flagstaff. So it might be the whole state hmm. soon. <laughs> but would you not need people in those areas? to be hands-on and to volunteer? Yes. I do have somebody in Gila Bend that is okay. willing 
to be our contact for Gila Bend and Prescott Valley. And she has someone in Yuma that is willing to help us spread that way. So That's great. That's good. I'm talking with Jennifer Dillon. She's the president and founder of Southern Arizona Book Heroes. Marvelous little organization that is growing, do wonderful work. And, of course, it's uh, you're listening to it through Tucson Means Business, which is the show proudly sponsored by the 49ers Golf and Country Club with this message. Well, I hope you're enjoying this uh, episode of Tucson Means Business. And, of course, we're very grateful and very proud to have as our sponsor the 49ers Golf and Country Club, a uh, icon tradition here in wonderful Tucson, Arizona. And uh, my particular guest today from the 49ers is the Director of Membership and Tournaments, and his name is Casey Polivchak. Hi, Casey. Hey, Mark. How's it going today? It's going well. Thank you very much. I want to talk about memberships. A lot of talk uh, about golf clubs going down and people not playing again and we're increasing what's happening there you know the club over the last seven years has just really made a nice big increase in uh in membership it's been steady but if you look at our numbers you know year over year we're definitely on the uh, on the climb is there anything specific that you can uh, point the finger at for that do you think Yes, absolutely. Um, you know, we've got a new owner, and he came in, and he's just revitalized the club. Um, the club was on the verge of uh, going bankrupt or closing uh, when the new owner stepped in, and he's just continued to invest in the in the club, the facilities, the golf course, uh, the restaurant, and he's just uh, just a bit of a blessing for the the neighborhood, the community, but definitely the uh, the members of Forty Nine er Country Club. Well, it's quite unique. It's a beautiful course with trees everywhere for shade. And of course, a lot of people think in the desert. I mean, this particular show goes all over the place, so you never know who's going to hear it, uh, or which country for that matter. But should they be visiting Arizona? And uh, I've heard a lot about the 49ers Golf and Country Club. It's easy to find. It's on uh, Tankaverde Road, heading east out of town. Anybody can point that way. Your GPS can get it, not a problem. It's about 12,000. And you can see it because of the entry gates, very nice entry gates there and you'll see the club on your left which is the Rincon Mountain Grill as you go into the actual golf club and then you'll find the pro shop and so on so it's easy to find from that point of view what would you say to visitors we do have a lot of visitors don't we from the midwest from the north uh, the colder climates and so on as we call friendly our snowbirds mm -hmm. yep. what would you um, say to them about if they haven't been to the 49ers yet Okay, so 49er, I would liken it to a Midwestern-style golf course because mm. of the tree-lined fairways. Um, when we get our snowbirds in, if they're coming out for a, you know, a golf trip, a lot of times I recommend they come play 49er if it's a warm-up round, if they haven't played for, you know, a couple months because of the snow on the ground. Um, you know, the, the thing about it is it's tucked into the corner of the mountains out there. That's what Rincon means All right. um, in the corner. Uh, but the golf course is, uh, it is. It's more traditional tree-lined fairways, um, elevated tees, elevated greens. Um, it's, a, it's a great golf course to play. It's, it's not going to kill you. It's not going to... Uh, you know, have a bunch of huge forced carryovers, desert and cactus. And mm -hmm. uh, it's uh, it's not what one thinks. No, it's not for the but desert. Yeah, you got to keep it straight. <laughs> It'll challenge you that way. You got to keep it straight. And of course, if you, you know, if, if it talks your cork at the moment, simply go to the 49ers website, which is 49 ercccom That's spelled out F-O-R-T-Y. 
N-I-N-E-R-C-C.com. There you go. Okay, so do that. There's some lovely photographs, great stories to look at, and it'll give you everything about the club. You can't, uh, you can't fail, all right? We're going to be back with Casey another time. You're listening to Tucson Means Business. So, Jennifer, well, let me ask you this. What do you think is the biggest impact that Southern Arizona Books Heroes has on the community itself? I think it means so much to the kids and everything that um, it's not just about giving a book. It's about healing and relaxing and distracting your mind from whatever is going on ahead of you. And so when you have a book and you're reading it or looking through it, you are in that in that book, in that situation, and not the negative. And so I think the biggest impact is not just giving a book to the child, but it's also bringing our first responders and a positive outlook because, unfortunately, there's a lot of negative in regards to our first responders. And so not only are we helping give a positive outlook for them, mm-hmm. but we're also saving the children and I believe we're saving them one book at a time that's interesting you bring that up because all I ever hear or see is they're they're like heroes you know first responders everybody loves the death out of them why what do you hear that is negative tell me there's just a lot of negative talk and about how they're not responding fast enough and everything so what we try to do is change that outlook Hmm. how how would you go about that just by giving them by doing what you're doing yeah you know it's not always their fault with the response factors we're short of police there's response we're short of other areas there's response you understand that right um because every time i'm going home my mother on the side of the road waiting for some noisy thing to go by yes (laughs) i've been in an ambulance once or twice myself so so have i that i understand (laughs) you know uh, yeah, it's incredible, isn't it? They do a marvelous job. Now, we've talked about the community. How can they really help you more now that you've really lasted two years and you're on the way now? If anybody's listening to this and they would like to do something other than, you know, play in the Toys for Tots because they may not be golfers, <laughs> but they could give up toys, I guess. But seriously, how how can they help you more with this wonderful project you're trying to do, this not-for-profit? Right now, we do have our first golf Birdies for Books golf tournament, and we are still looking for golf prizes or raffle prizes. That's next weekend, and I will be collecting until March 17th. And also, you can go onto our website, southernarizonabookheroes.org, mm-hmm. and donate. You can participate in Amazon Smile, Fry's Community. Um, we also are with partnered up with Melaleuca, so you can sign up, and part of your sales will go through okay. Southern Arizona Book Heroes. So you had to um, do all of this as well. You've had to go around and you talk to retailers. I mean, they're, they're copying it hard at the moment. Yes. <laughs> Everybody's copying it hard, aren't we? Yeah. Um, you know, I think that some of the lucky ones they talk about today, though, Jennifer, are the ones who 
are working from home per se with a company that's still surviving yeah. and still being able to pay them. But um, I guess, you know, COVID, uh, from my uh, perspective, COVID has, uh, has really opened people's eyes uh, in a lot of different ways in life and surviving oh, yeah. and working but doing well too. You know, there's something like, from, from what I've been told, maybe it's wrong, but from what I've been told, there's something like 3,500 um, not-for-profits and fundraising organizations just in Tucson. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of us. You know? So it's really hard to come up with a new idea because everybody's doing a golf tournament or some mm -hmm. kind of fundraiser. And I try to come up with new ideas, but it's kind of hard. Yeah, well, you know, and also it depends who you're talking to, I guess. Yes. But people uh, who want to get in touch with you, I'm going to put all this up on the side. It'll stay there. Your website URL is S-O-A-Z, bookheroes.org. Yes. That's all one sentence. Yep. So it's S-O-A-Z, which is Southern Arizona, bookheroes.org. And your LinkedIn is there if people should want to find that, linkedin.com forward slash in forward slash Jennifer Dillon dash whatever. You couldn't remember it anyway, but it'll be up on the site. Uh, what else have we got? Your guest Twitter is there also and uh, your organization Facebook. Of course, you've got to have that. Yes. That one's fairly easy, isn't it? If you can please like and share the Facebook page, it would help immensely because it'll help get spread the word about us mm -hmm. facebook.com slash southern arizona book heroes and and you know you came in late or you're not sure you you what was this about and it was interesting well my guest was jennifer dillon and jennifer founded two years ago uh, southern arizona book heroes rather uh, well, her family and her, and she works in the shop still at Saguaro Trophy. They've been around for donkey's years here in Tucson. And uh, you may have dealt with them one time or another, or your school has or somebody has. But uh, Jennifer decided to, what, what, what was the thought, though? I mean, out of nowhere, this thing hit you. Was it a two-in-the-morning job or was it something you experienced personally? Because this is, it's unique. One of my girlfriends started it or had a program in Dayton, Ohio, and I really liked the idea. So one of my best friends and I sat around drinking coffee and thought about how can we bring this to Tucson. So we, I talked to a detective friend of mine, and they helped us get into a meeting with the chief at that time. And after the meeting, Southern Arizona Book Heroes came to life. So, you know, folks, from violent acts to car crashes to a growing, you know, opioid epidemic, this is where Southern Arizona book heroes become heroes. The front lines, the first responders, giving comfort to our little ones, youngest and most vulnerable citizens. So what uh, Southern Arizona book heroes does is provide resources that help treat children's unseen injuries, their emotional wounds. And they equip the first responders, the victim advocates, social workers, child-centric agencies, with new books and new plush toys. Thanks to you, the listener, the givers, the big-hearted Tucsonans. Yep, 
to distract comfort and soothe the traumatized children. Okay? So keep it up. Wonderful work. And Jennifer Dillon, thank you so much. I know how busy you are, but uh, you do such a good job. And I wanted to, uh, you know, have you on the show because you do mean business in a, in a good way. Thank you for having me. All right. And uh, I wish you well and good luck with the future. Thank you. Thank you.